A wave of airstrikes against ISIL targets in Syria. The White House response to the military campaign and our coalition partners. And a memorial run to remember those still missing in action. Welcome to DoD News Now, I'm Staff Sergeant Chad Usher. Three waves of overnight airstrikes in Syria by U.S. and partner nations have targeted ISIL and the Al-Qaeda-affiliated Khorasan Group. That's according to Joint Staff Director for Operations, Lieutenant General William Mayville, who held a press briefing at the Pentagon this morning. Lieutenant General Mayville said 14 strikes were carried out on multiple targets in Syria, hitting ISIL fighters, training compounds, headquarters and command and control facilities. Last night's strikes are the beginning of a credible and sustainable persistent campaign to degrade and ultimately destroy ISIL. Our immediate tasks are to continue the, de the degradation of ISIL in Syria and Iraq, to build and strengthen regional partners, and to build a regional coalition. We are joined in this action by our friends and partners, Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, Jordan, Bahrain, and Qatar. America is proud to stand shoulder to shoulder with these nations on behalf of our common security. The strength of this coalition makes it clear to the world that this is not America's fight alone. Above all, the people and governments of the Middle East are rejecting ISIL. Commander-in-Chief Barack Obama thanked America's armed forces this morning for their courage and professionalism during last night's airstrikes, which employed 47 Tomahawk land attack missiles as well as a mix of fighter and bomber aircraft. President Obama said the strikes make it clear there is no safe haven for those who threaten and harm Americans. Pentagon spokesman Rear Admiral John Kirby also talked about the international campaign against ISIL. He spoke with our own Sergeant Adam Ross late this afternoon from the Pentagon and says every indication is that the targeted airstrikes were successful. We wanted to be as precise and as lethal as we could be. And again, we, we think we were. More than 160 munitions uh, were dropped on targets uh, overnight. And so far, we have no indications at all that there was any significant collateral damage. And does ISIL have popular support in the targeted areas? ISIL, um, whatever support that they have anywhere they are, is out of fear and intimidation. Uh, it's their, their, base, their whole uh, structure on a warped ideology, which is just brutal and barbaric at its very root. Uh, and we have seen that even those sympathetic Sunni populations have now begun to turn on ISIL uh, and start to either leave the group or certainly stop supporting the group. Rear Admiral Kirby added that the targeted areas included places where ISIL forces train, finance and resupply themselves. Each year on POW MIA Day, service members at Kunsan Air Base Korea hold a memorial run. As senior airman Adam Harder reports, volunteers carry the POW MIA flag for 24 hours to honor the legacy of those lost fighting for our country. Every year on September 18th, American forces choose to honor prisoner of war and missing in action troops who have sacrificed their freedom or lives for our country. A single flag which represents the lives and freedoms lost while defending our nation, makes its way around the track for 24 hours at the hands of troops who carry the burden of its message and the meaning of its loyalty. These are people who, you know, they gave the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom and for our country. 
And so we should pay respect to those individuals, you know, and to those family members that, that had to deal with that loss. You know, it means a lot and everybody should know about the story behind it. Sergeant Vink Lawrence E. POW. For 24 hours, thousands of names are read. Sadly, this list is only a fraction of the missing troops for whom this ceremony is held. It's sad, you know, because today I, I didn't expect, I was reading the names of those fallen brothers and sisters of ours. And some of them didn't even have where they, were, where they served. You know why? Because we don't know where we lost them at. That almost brought a tear to my eyes. Yesterday I probably missed my uh, father-in-law's name by a few minutes, so, you know, that was meant kind of something to me to be able to tell my mother-in-law that, hey, I, you know, I heard his name. Gone, but not forgotten. It's a simple motto which exemplifies the strife of the lost and the grief of the families who lost them. How would you feel if your brother or sister or a parent went to war or even deployed or went to another country or another state and they suddenly disappeared. We owe them. They are, we are indebted to them for painting the path for our futures. They made us who we are. They made us better, I believe. After a day of remembrance, the flag is taken to its final stop among troops from across the base who have gathered to render their respects. A single day of tribute which represents a lifetime of recognition for those who sacrificed the very freedoms which we fight for. Senior Airman Adam Harder, Kunsan Air Base, Korea. Be sure to check out the DOD Facebook page. Watch for us also on Twitter. I'm Staff Sergeant Chad Usher. Keep it right here for the latest in DOD news.